Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. everybody and welcome along good afternoon if you're in Europe it is our sports car Sunday spectacular here on IMSA radio try saying that three times quickly uh, after you've had your Sunday lunch and a couple of glasses of Van Rouge uh, good to have your company John Heindorf with you and the action and what a day we've got in store with the Tyrac.com battle on the bricks winding things up later on today we've got Porsche Carrera Cup action, Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup, North America action, and a bit of Lamborghini Huracan Super Trofeo as well. That's all to come. We'll kick things off with a quick warm-up session, 20 minutes for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, and it's live here on IMSA Radio. The WeatherTech Sports Car Championship on IMSA Radio. So you've got the pleasure of my company. It's John Heindorf here for the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, as things are getting underway this very busy Sunday at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And uh, good morning to those of you at the circuit who are tuning in to us as well. Uh, in advance, I'll say thanks to Chris and Alan for uh, all their hard work today and for all their hard work on uh, Thursday, Friday and Saturday as well. They've been doing uh, the heavy lifting in the PA booth on site this weekend. Uh, we, uh, it's not mandatory, this... Uh, uh, it is uh, not mandatory this session for the 48 cars that we have as uh, entries, entries uh, and it doesn't count for anything. Hello to Dead Squirrel, who's at turn seven today uh, and uh, already listening in to us on the PA, to all the teams who have had a wee bit of an early start. It's a chilly 14 Celsius at the moment, which translates to just 57 Fahrenheit in the air on the track. A little bit warmer, 64 Fahrenheit, 18 Celsius. So there's not a lot of heat out there. Hello to uh, Jerry Z in Florida, working on the garden right now. Um, will be getting ready for the work week. And, of course, it's an NFL Sunday. Uh, the Giants need some redemption. for. He calls it a fiasco last week. It wasn't great. Uh, it wasn't. It really wasn't. It's a damp cold uh, as well, I'm hearing, uh, from the track. Ready to get uh, underway uh, with the cars. I'll be interested to see who goes out in this session. At uh, IMSA Radio, of course, if you want to get in touch with me in the Global Broadcast Centre. 
and just interested to see who goes out. We'll, we'll repeat all the old adages uh, that you uh, nothing good ever happens in warm-up. Uh, that, that was always a one from uh, Hugh Chamberlain, the redoubtable private here sports car enter, entry. Martin Short used to say something similar. And I always, as the uh, green light comes on, uh, on the timing tower and on the... Uh, and on the end of the pit lane and cars starting to go out led out by Dennis Anderson and Ricky Taylor as they head out of the pit lane on a slightly overcast morning uh, the one I always used to look like was the uh, famous Dan Binks at Corvette Racing who used to say, say we don't need any practice on how to fix things <laughs> as far as Corvette has uh, come uh, as Corvette was going. First car out was the rebuilt number 74. That was a big accident uh, yesterday for that machine. The Gar Robinson driven Ranch 74 Riley entered number 74. And that's good to see that car. That would have been a busy night for the Riley team to rebuild that leash year. And just warming up the tyres, and it is Gar Robinson behind the wheel of that car. Get back on the horse that kicked you, is what they tend to say. What's the story of the weekend so far? Well, that's a good question. Where where do you want me to start? Oh, big lock up by Robinson, and he's gone off on his outlap, and he's going to hit the wall again, is he? The, the track is very damp, but he's just managed to pull it up before he hit the wall. But the overnight moisture on the grass my goodness me that would have got the heartbeat up a little bit so through towards the end of the lap was just coming into turn 13 and ran off with cold front tyres and for a moment I thought the 74 Ranch Resort rear end was going to just clip the tyres on driver's right but he's managed to get that going and still weaving on the front straight left and right. This started as a 20-2-0 minute session. Uh, we've had about 90 seconds of that before that very scary moment. And in fact, he's run on at turn one as well. Uh, as has the uh, NSX the uh, bright red NSX and uh, but no harm no foul there because there is a cut through which the drivers have been told to take that could have been very very nasty indeed so Ashton Harrison going straight on in the 93 races edge Acura as well get to share Adam in the pit lane in a moment or two when my heart rate gets down I can't uh, even begin to imagine what Gar Robinson's heart rate spiked at there I'm only watching on from afar 
So let's tell you who's gone out. Uh, in LMP2, Ed Jones is behind High Class Racing, number 20, the red and white car. Oh, we've had an off for the number 10, and there's damage. This is the Kodaki Minolta Acura. And that is severe damage to the bodywork damage, at least, to the right rear for Ricky Taylor. That tells you how tricky it is if a driver of the character and experience of Ricky Taylor is struggling and he'll come back into the pit lane. So that was being a clash with the wall over on the far side of the circuit. He's made it back to the pit lane, but the right rear is less than the usual pristine looking bodywork. Oh, now, has he clipped that right rear wheel? And is there suspension damage? Oh yeah, the rear wing has been caught as well. I'm trying to see the right rear wheel as it comes into pit lane. That looks to be still with air in the Michelin tyre and it's still running and tracking pretty straight. So that might be a real bit of good luck. My goodness, what drama already on this sports car Sunday at Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the tyrerack.com battle on the bricks. Now, he was in the... Uh, towards oh just lost it completely going through to the s's just i think on throttle uh, as he was coming through not at all pushing it it was his second lap out and just gets on the throttle as he turns into the right hander at nine and then he's off he's on the grass he's a passenger slaps the wall on the right hand side wow wowee so when we're talking about difficult conditions, uh, we have seen graphically just how difficult they are. And this is all down to a track temperature that is pretty low and tyres that are very cold. That was, as I say, the first flying lap, second lap out of the pits for Ricky Taylor. He was about uh, 55 seconds into the lap and the car is just out of control. So let's see if we can check in with Shea. She's uh, almost at the pit lane. Just how, just how cold and damp is it this morning, Shay? Because we're seeing a lot of people missing their breaking points at turn one. We've seen two people fall off the track in very odd positions. Uh, you are our weather expert coming from Florida where everybody checks the weather all the time. You're almost worse than us Brits. Uh, I'm, I'm cold. I'm not wearing enough layers. And uh, to be perfectly honest, um, I'm wearing three long sleeve shirts. So yeah, even my Utah training has left me feeling a little bit cold this morning. But I, I wanted to talk to the people from a specific team because Russell Ward, Windward Racing last night, fairly good evening. Did you actually get to kiss the bricks or was that just your dad and Daniel? You know, that was just my dad and Daniel. Unfortunately, I mean, I we had to be here at, at 7.30 this morning, and so I left an hour before the race. I watched it at home. I knew I knew they were going to win, and I knew they were going to be here for a long time. So unfortunately, I didn't get to kiss the bricks, but I'm looking forward to doing it today. How much of an incentive is that? I mean, you've won big races before. You've won the Rolex, but winning here, it's something different, isn't it? It really is. I mean, one of my... 
One of the mechanics, uh, Mike George, he, he told me it's called the UII. It's unnecessary Indianapolis intensity, you know, where people just drive, you know, crazier than they normally would at other racetracks. And it's a, such an iconic venue to be at. It's going to be going to be a blast. It's, and I think it's going to be a really exciting race for the fans. I mean, you know, 45 cars out there and, and the practice sessions have already been insane. So we'll see what it's going to be like for the race. You mentioned having to be back here at 7 a.m. Well, you guys never run warm-up. You just bring the car out, do a fuel drop, and then bring it back behind the wall. Phil getting the luckier job this morning, though, because he got to put the helmet on in the fire suit. Yeah, you know, I mean, the warm-up for us is there's always a risk. I mean, if you go and look at it today, it's cold. There's no sun out. It's hard to get the heat in the tires. And, and uh, you know, if you don't know where, uh, you know, which way you're going left or right by the warm-up, well, then you've already made a mistake. So. Uh, and we just usually come out, scrub a set of tires, do a fuel drop, and just make sure that everything is perfectly ready to go for the race. And, you know, I love this track. Philip loves this track. And, and I think the Mercedes AMG is going to be a machine to, to contend with. Good luck today, Russell. Thank you very much, Jake. Still just over 11 minutes to go. What a story that was. And they got to keep this one as well. Crossed the line first a couple of races ago. But uh, Bryce Ward, Russell's dad, didn't get to keep that one. That was uh, from Road America, wasn't it? Uh, let's run through some times. Quite a number of the cars have gone out. Around about 30, 31 cars have taken to the circuit. TDS LMP2 at the top of the timings, telling you just how difficult it is to get things warmed up. And we've had a tail change for the number 10 of... Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, the tail change for the number 10, Conic and Manolt there, but that car has just gone out, done one lap and come back in again. So maybe that back end alignment is not quite there. Mike Rockenfeller goes to the top of the times in the JDC Miller Motorsport Porsche 963, number five. It's the bright yellow car. But we're running in one minute's 18s at the moment. And Shea Adam, that little clip on the wall that we saw uh, earlier on with that very odd snap sideways uh, for the Cunningham and Alder and Philippe Albuquerque actually took that car out again he's brought it straight back and it's not in its pit spot no it's actually gone behind the wall I'm chasing a race car back to a garage um, there's not a great deal of urgency crew members are not running back to the garage as I did see them doing with Lone Star Racing so I need to follow up with that Mercedes but uh, no, the Conti car is back in the garage. Well, it's back near the garage. They haven't actually pushed it back into its garage space yet. And now Ricky Taylor's actually joined the crew and he's helping push the car back in. I don't dare venture into the garage because the amount of concrete, I'm pretty sure my microphone would drop out, but uh, it looks okay. So maybe they are satisfied with one shakedown lap for Philippe. And now they're gonna put it away until the points paying hours later on. Well, they've got a bit of time, quite a bit of time, actually. But uh, what the worry will be is if there is some kind of uh, tour out or tour in or camber issue for that number 10 car. Has that sideways slap on the wall transmitted any forces down the drive shaft to the gearbox? Mike Rockefeller just making a tiny mistake at turn 12 as well. Uh, Matthew Jamin here for Porsche Penske Motorsport. If you haven't caught up, it's the Porsche 
works cars that have locked out the front row for later on today. 116-1 for Machia. Uh, fastest in LMP2, still Guido van der Garde, who's just improved last time around for the number 35 TDS racing car. Into the pit lane for Matt Campbell, who's the other Porsche on the front row. Uh, where are the P3s? Well, Barbosa for Sean Creech Motorsport, the number 33 stars stripes guard. They were in very early this morning if their social media is anything to go by. Wasn't even properly late when they were starting to set up and get things ready with their Ligia GS P320. Mind, that could just be Diane Swintal who uh, always likes to have everything in place nice and early. In GTD, Trent Hinman is quickest for the Porsche number 77, the Volt car. Bright yellow and orange, can't really miss that one. Ahead of Kai von Berlo, Kelly Moss with Riley in second, that's another Porsche. And Marco Sorensen for Heart of Racing's Aston Martin number 27. And in GTD Pro, it's another Aston Martin, Heart of Racing, and the 23 car of Ross Gunn. But he's got five GTDs ahead of him. And in fact, he's also got Corvette Racing's Tonio Garcia ahead of him now as well as far as the timing is concerned just check to see if any more cars have come out yeah we've had now 38 call it 39 cars who have actually done more than just an out and in lap share adam down in the pit lane just keeping an eye on what's been going on uh, good morning to robert bester in the uk he's tuned into us uh, checking one or two cars that we haven't seen uh, we have not yet seen the Z well there's a two minute 41 for Renga van der Zander and the 0-1 Cadillac so it might have been just out round and back in again and not a flying lap it is actually credited as having done air lap um, so maybe just a literal shakedown there That car's already moved on. Nick Tandy has taken over the Porsche number six from Penske Motorsport. Nick will be a guest with us in a couple of weeks' time at the second race of the Porsche Deluxe Carrera Cup North America. We've got the second race here coming up uh, just after the cessation of hostilities here this morning. Daniel Hunkadea for WeatherTech Racing and Mercedes goes to the top of GTD Pro but still has four GTDs ahead of him. Nobody's pushing hard at this point. Just basically what my old colleagues used to call a spanner check. Make sure everything's still working uh, since they put the cars away yesterday afternoon. Remember the last time these cars ran uh, was in anger and it was in qualifying. But that was uh, midway through yesterday afternoon. So quite some time ago. And racing cars are as temperamental as any car can be. And just because it was fine the last time you turned it, up, turned it on, warmed it up and rolled it out, does not necessarily mean the same holds true. You hope so. And race cars are far more reliable than they used to be. Sure, we've got uh, just on five minutes at left. Story of the weekend in GTP, certainly the uh, extra pace from the Porsche Penske Motorsport cars, uh, both in qualifying and in the longer runs. And they've had a, a couple of good weekends, both in the FIA WEC over at Fuji and, and here 
at the IMS. And they definitely are looking strong. And if there's a place you want to perform, it is in your boss's backyard. Uh, I'm just going to dive in here with BMW really quick. And uh, Connor Filippi is watching all the cameras. And Connor, you've won at Indy before. You know how cool it is to get to kiss the bricks here. Doing it overall in a prototype, though, that would be a different experience winning in a GT car. Yeah, definitely. That would definitely, uh, you know, you always want to get a win here. We have one in a GT car, winning in a prototype would obviously be uh, a nice little cherry on top. So it's a home race for the team based here in Indy. So hopefully we can get a good result today uh, for them and for the championship. Um, so right now we'll see how it goes. Cars feeling okay this morning. So hopefully we can do a clean race and be there in the mix. The BOP that you guys were given for this race is actually identical to what you've run in races past, namely CTMP, and you guys were good at CTMP. The race didn't go your way, unfortunately, but the speed was in the car. Are you feeling like the speed is in the car this weekend as well? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think a few of the brands, particularly uh, Porsche, I think made some steps between all their testing they did uh, after Road America and obviously running a World Endurance Championship. So I think we're still having a bit of a knife in a gunfight, unfortunately, but that's the cards we're dealt. So we're doing the best we can, um, working hard overall for around the system side and, and trying to improve the setup. So um, I think we're, we have the best package we can have for what we've, uh, we've done post Road America, and we'll just try to run our race today. You guys did have a great test here. How much has that translated to giving you a successful race car? Yeah, I think we'll have a good race car. We definitely had a great test here. Uh, like I said, quite a few of the others did another four to six test days since then uh, after Road America, and we hadn't. So, you know, that's just kind of how it is. Um, we know what we have. Uh, after all the laps we did, I did a couple long runs. Unfortunately, I'm the only one in the, our car that has done a long run and know what to expect. So, Nick will be kind of... Uh, in the dark on this first stint, but I know he'll do a great job, and we'll still have two hours to go after that. So, excited for the race. Good luck today. Thank you. Great stuff from Shay Adam. Rodrigo Sales has just run on in the 35 TDS racing number 35 Oringa LMP2. Also, I think it was uh, Frankie Montecalvo who went straight on at turn one as well in the Lexus RCF GT3, the number 12, one with the green number backgrounds they've got two identical cars one running in gtd one in gtd pro no difference in the performance potential of those cars uh, just the driver lineups were down to the last couple of minutes of what started off as quite a dramatic session and we'll get shay in the intervening time between now and our michelin counts down to green before the race to find out what's going on with that number 10 connie and after it was sideswiped into the wall going through the S's on the middle part of the track very odd for Ricky Taylor to make that kind of mistake it just looked like the rear tyres had zero temperature and grip in them and the car had a mind of its own quite unlucky actually that clearly the grass it, uh, the grass was very slippery although apparently Drivers telling Shea it is actually not that bad on the track. It's just a question, I think, of getting some heat in the Michelin tyres. Having come out with uh, track temperatures still only around 64 Fahrenheit, 18 Celsius. That you know, We're talking something around 10 degrees Celsius or 35, something like that. Fahrenheit away, 25 Fahrenheit away from where we were 
yesterday. Latest car to go straight on is Colin Brown in the number 60 Acura. Sirius XM branding on that car. That's turn one and he's followed off by the number 91 Porsche. Alan Metney, Kelly Moss Racing. They were heading down to turn one. Oh, Colin almost into the back of the 97 Turner Motorsport BMW, the blue Macintosh sponsored car. My goodness me. Turn one and turn 12, two huge action areas all the way through the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Checker flag in hand and comes out now on the start finish line. Nick Tandy uh, with the number six car, top of the shop, 116, 145. I think that was his teammate actually that put that car in. If it wasn't Nick, I apologize. Colin Brown is second in that number 60 Auto Nation Sirius XM Acura. What what hold, what does 2024 hold for Colin Brown? Rumours that MSR will not be back next year with two cars for Wayne Taylor Racing with Andretti Global. Gustav Farfus and Nick Yellerly have the two BMWs right up there. In fact, Nick Yellerly at the chequered flag just improves to second place. Gustav Farfus with a 116.3 next time, last time around. He's still got the lap to finish, as has Nick Tandy. He accelerates onto the start finish line now and goes across the line, stopping the clock at a 116.757. Down into turn one. Vibration and oscillation from that number six Porsche as they were heading down. Augusta Farfus finishing his lap goes to the top for BMW with a 116 flat. But still only a second between the top six of the GTP cars. In LMP2, TDS are one and two. They've been quick all weekend with the 11 and 35. Mikkel Jensen and Rodrigo Sales. With Ryan DL for ERA, the 18 car in third in P3. Shroud Barbosa, Sean Creech Motorsport from the repaired and almost re-crashed Riley of Gar Robinson this morning. He was lucky. He was lucky in that 74 car. Dakota Dickerson for the MLT Motorsport Lucia. They had some engine issues as well yesterday in that 54 car. They're in third. In GTD, Wright Motorsport, the bright yellow Porsche number 77 from Turner Motorsports 96, the yellow uh, and, uh, sorry, the white and uh, liquid molly sponsored car in this championship. Um, Robbie Foley was out this morning. Alec Yadel, Kelly Moss with Riley in third for the 92 and Brian Sellers for Paul Miller Racing. Champions elect in the... Uh, champions elect in... Uh, the Sprint Championship. Thanks to Sheer Adam down in the pit lane. Uh, uh, that was our morning warm-up. My goodness, uh, what a dramatic look at us. Stay with us on IMSA Radio RS2 uh, for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. We're back next with the Michelin countdown to green, but plenty more still happening. Don't go too far away. It is a spectacular sports car Sunday at IMS. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.